Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. This week is the Bellow of the Bull finale. I know that it's been a short season, but I think it's been a good one. I'm really happy to bring this episode to you and don't want to waylay that much longer than I have to. Before we get started, though, I did want to thank Stobbert87 for leaving their five-star rating and review on iTunes. That means a lot and helps get word about us out there to more new listeners. Thank you. With that being said, let's get to the end of Bellow of the Bull. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, the bull of the north lay slain at Rizzo's feet as the meteor began to crash down upon the temple of suffering cessation. Would Rizzo, Ashen Mask, and Golden Might of the Dawn be able to save all the soldiers who lay down below? What would killing the bull mean? Would there finally be peace between the tiger folk and the ice walkers? The Bull of the North lies dead before you, as, with a cracking rumble, the heat beneath the temple begins to intensify as the meteor presses closer and closer to its calamitous end. As the realization of the pressing nature of your situation sets in on you, you only have so much time to warn everyone that this meteor is going to come crashing down and to escape with your own lives. What do you do? Mask, throw my halos! And Goldie points above her head at the two halos of swirling silver essence that she got from destroying the battle group. They're like giant chakrams, just throw them at the meteor! Ashen Mask pokes at the energy above your head as his hand goes through it because it is just energy. I don't think that's gonna work. Yeah, I don't think so. God dang it, people, work with me! I think we need to just do what we had thought about and just trying to reach everyone as many people as we can to evacuate yeah if you start whipping up your storm and rider i'll start preparing my essence so that i can shout as loud as possible and ashen mask begins moving through the downed soldiers taking pieces of armor and little bits off of them (laughs) and starts putting them on and finally steps over to the bull grabbing her diclave And as he turns around, the mishmash of armor and little bits that he's used to sort of change how he looks coalesces in essence around him so that as he turns, it's no longer Ashen Mask that is looking at you, but a picture-perfect replica of the Bull of the North. Goldie is going to gasp and her halos are going to dissipate. I was not prepared for that. And in the Bull's own voice asks... How do I look? Creepy. I don't like it. Uh. Rizzo starts preparing herself for Stormwind Rider calling down Qui-Gon because she told him to wait by the exit of the temple. Ashmas drops the voice briefly. All right, I don't know where uh, I'm going to meet you, but I got to go. I got to I gotta try and get these ice walkers out of here. Okay. Do you want to ride Belief in Love and Mercy? And Golden Might of the Dawn pats on the giant lion bear mouse chimera that is towering by her side. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it probably will make sense for you to at least descend the mountain altogether on the mm-hmm. Stormwind Rider. But as the lot of you board the Stormwind Rider and prepare to rush down, we see a series of cuts of you tearing down the mountain as fast as you can 
each successive cut, the light in the shot seems to become redder and redder and more intense. And there is a background rumble that begins to fill the air as you hit the bottom of the mountain. Ashen Mask splits from you to inform the Ice Walker troops what's going on. And Tepet Harmonious Accord begins to shout. You have descended into a scene that was very unlike what was here when you arrived. There are full-on armies clashing down here, groups of soldiers pressing into each other with the intent to extinguish all life on the other side. There's the din and clashing of weapons. There's the wet squelching of the cessation of life. As Harmonious Accord is calling to everyone over the Storm and Rider, over the rumbling, and over the sound of generations of violence culminating in a single moment. Everyone needs to leave. People need to clear out now. Everyone is in danger. I repeat, everyone is in danger. A meteor is coming crashing down. It will destroy all of us. We need to leave now. And as this is happening, we see Ashen Mask as the bull delivering similar orders to Ice Walker troops. And we see Kidu amongst the clashing armies, leading a contingent that includes Yorglip, as well as some of the other Taiga folk from the village that you left. He is not the way you saw him last, however. He does not look like a soft man with large, bare arms. Instead, he has transmogrified his entire form. Half man, half bear, all violence. He is tearing through swaths of soldiers as you come tearing through with your message. The second he hears this news, you can see him beginning to undo his transformation, sinking back into his human form, turning and telling his troops to leave. I would like for a manipulation plus larceny check from Ashen Mask, and then I'm going to call for, I believe, a collaborative charisma plus presence roll for the other group. This is a case where the number of successes you get informs a gradient of success, and there's not a single target number that you're hoping to beat. The more successes you get, essentially the more lives you will be able to save. Is the larceny roll on disguise or? Yes. Okay. Ash Mask is going to, in addition to the perfect mirror that he has used to become the bull, is going to throw a full larceny excellency at it, and that puts him at precisely zero essence. Oof. Uh, 13 successes. Holy sweet Jesus, yes. Lord God. Okay. Um, so Golden Might of the Dawn is going to squeeze her eyes shut as tight as she can and summon her remaining essence. Her halos are starting to dissipate around her, but her anima is still in full bonfire of a golden chimera, despite the fact that belief in love and mercy has like dissolved itself into its three little poof ball forms and she is going to radiate everything that she has left all four of her moats <laughs> into this role and use a willpower cool 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 nine successes so both sides lay down their arms and begin an all-out break for the edges of the idol's sphere of influence we see several cuts of both sides fleeing furiously. The majority of the circle, sans ashen mask, 
makes its way out much more quickly than the others on account of the Stormwind Rider. But even as the Stormwind Rider is fleeing, you can see that a number of the aggressive megafauna who make this place their home have taken the chance in the lull of the fight to try to bowl over fleeing combatants. So there is chaos in the fleeing, not only for fear of their decimation, but for fear of these angry, inconsolable creatures. We see as Ashen Mask and a large number of Ice Walkers hit the border, and as Taiga Folk come pouring out in droves, there must still be a thousand, maybe more people in there, as the blast from the meteor begins to pour red light and heat and fire across the snowy land. More people than you would have imagined have made it out of this alive. The majority of the Taiga Folk troops, and frankly the majority of the Ice Walker troops as well, there was just no way that everyone could be saved, not in the chaos, not with the exhaustion of the fight that had preceded that. As the boom dies down and the heat subsides, we cut to the inside of a tent at the Taiga Folk camp in the wake of this battle. Ashen Mask has just returned, and Kidu is in there with you. A fire burns on some logs. There are leather and wood seats that you are sitting on. The warmth from the fire keeps the chill from the taiga from biting you, but not the gravity of the situation from settling in. Ashen Mask, normally, just as his name might imply, has a fairly ashen pale to his skin to begin with but as he comes in to this tent he is more drained than you've ever seen him there's no color in his face and even when things are dire he normally has a smile and seems snarky and sarcastic and he appears to have nothing left and just a hollow shell of a man slumps in and falls into a seated position. Rizzo walks up to Kidu and gives him a really big hug. And he returns it with at least as much ferocity. I saw grandma in the in the temple. What? Like she was she came here or what were you talking about, Rizzo? Well, she was my room. My room of Things that I needed to overcome, you know, with everything. And I mean, I overcame it, but just made me miss home. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I miss home too. And hey, guy, you're not looking so great. Could, can we get you anything? Uh, something to drink or something? Anything? Yeah, some just something warm would be good. Tawia is already over at the fire, ladling something from a pot and handing it to you. This should help calm your nerves. Without saying anything, he just nods and takes it and begins to sip from it very slowly. Would they have any extra blankets in this tent? Just military ones? Yeah. Rosa will grab whatever extra blankets she can find and start wrapping them around Ashen Mask, kind of like cocooning him, but so he can still sip his um, warm beverage. But Rizzo, I... And Kidu holds out his hands. This is the first time since you've been to the north that his hands look human i i did it i i've got myself under control if, if you're missing home we can go back atlock and tamorbatar there's a lot of work to be done surely but they've been waiting for this moment forever I, I would only be getting in their way we can go back we can go home i 
can't really go back with you. I have to still keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, I think I'm almost done, but I don't know how long it's going to take. I understand. I I understand. I want to go with you, but I just, I don't think that it would be smart for me to give up on everything that I've been doing and all the people I've lost on the way. I don't think that that's really fair to them. No, that's true. I mean, you're good people, Rizzo. And much as I like the guy, that's something Godwin would do, not you. I guess it runs in our blood, good peoples, huh? Guess so. But like you said when, when we first caught up, it's not fair of me to keep everybody else wondering. I know that you have a lot of important stuff going on with these idols, and there's a lot that frankly I don't understand, but I need to see everyone's faces again. I need them to know that I'm okay. Besides, you're a lot stronger than I am anyway. I think that it would be a good thing if the family saw you. I know everybody needs you. Mom and dad need you. Grandma needs you. Yeah. I think it would make them all really happy if not only did they know you were okay, but... Well, that you've gotten a hold of your powers and how strong you've become and how much you've grown. And if you realize that you need me, you know where to find me. I won't be hard to find this time. It's a good feeling. As much as I hate to interrupt this lovely family reunion, how are the Ice Walkers? They'll, uh, they'll live. Most of them made it out. I, uh, I, I tried to get, I, I tried to get them out. From what I saw, it looks like a lot of them made it out. It's like Mar said, we couldn't save everyone. There was there was no way. A lot more made it out than would have if you didn't do what you did. I've got to say, taking on the guys with a ball like that. It's ballsy. fucking brilliant. I'm just, I'm glad it worked as well as it did. And Goldie, the way that you propelled us all forward at the end, I don't think that we could have saved everyone if you didn't push us like that. It's nothing. And Goldie is half asleep, curled up with her three familiars all in their bear cub-sized forms, fighting to stay awake. And a small sliver of light pours into the tent from the outside as a voice cuts through the room. I've got some hot goss for you. I could use some, some piping hot goss. And she rubs her eyes in a very tired manner. And you can take this butt. For free. You know why? Because I owe you. Because hot, hot goss dropping right now, that wasn't nothing. Me and everybody else here, we owe ourselves to you. All the Tiger Folk people now owe our lives to you. That's not nothing. That's the biggest, juiciest hunk of steaming, meaty goss I've ever seen in my life. For the first time since he has come in the tent, Ashen Mask smiles and chuckles. (laughs) Ah. I'm happy to provide. <laughs> as long as I get this hot meaty goss, I'll do about anything. I I think that was the hot meaty goss. And Goldie gives a huge yawn that just like shows all of her teeth and kind of plops down on the floor on top of Mercy. And Yorglip, as he moves into the tent, grabs a ladle of the drink and sits with the rest of you. Actually, I think I've got another piece if Rizzo wants something. A piece of goss? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm down. Weird has it that someone of impressive social standing, someone that everybody wants to be, someone that everybody wants to be in the pocket of, everyone goes to this person for advice. But weird on the street is they've made a terrible mistake. They've broken a huge vow that they made. 
Rousseau starts to smile and she tears up a little bit and she just rushes to give your glip a hug. And his face goes red as he takes a long sip and says, That's right. You're my goddamn friends. Qui-Gon, his ears perk up at the word friend and he kind of does this little figure eight in between your glip's feet and he just runs around also mimicking a cat where he like rubs his body up against the bottom half of uh, your glip's legs and his tail is just going ham. Gosh, Qui-Gon, you could sweep a floor with all that wagon. You're really, really just barely hanging on there, huh, Goldie? I'm good. I'm so great. I'm... Fine. Can I have another bowl of Tavia? Because this is really good. And yeah, of course, of course. And they scoop up another bowl and hand it to you. You know, if I could eat your food for the whole rest of my life, I would be the happiest person in all of creation. Will you marry me? And Tawia blushes a bit and they look away and they gaze at the cauldron and they gaze at the bowl and they gaze at their feet as as much as i'd like to make you happy forever goldie um this is embarrassing i i did sort of have my eyes set on somebody else no (laughs) goldie like winces as if someone just like punched her right in the gut This is going to be like the hardest task of my life is finding someone to love me. (laughs) Ashen Mask puts the bowl down and says, look, I'm flattered. And I get (laughs) harmonious accord laughs and says, oh, boy, you think this is about you? (laughs) This is about me. (laughs) There's no way in hell Talia likes you more than they like me. Yeah, it's nobody here. <laughs> Nobody at this school. Don't worry about it. You don't know them. Okay. Well, you do, Rizzo. Oh, I do? What? <gasps> oh my God, please don't tell me it's Godwin. And Goldie kind of holds her face <laughs> no, in her No, I can tell you for sure. No. Tawia audibly wretches. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. I guess this is relevant because it, it's Cascade of Joyous Rhapsodies. I don't know who that is, but I kind of hate them. Rizzo's mouth just drops a little bit. She's one of my co-workers. Yeah, no, I I kind of figured that if they were cool enough to catch your eye, then, you know, they had to be something special. And Goldie, like, looks away to the corner of the tent. That's fine, you know. Love is out there, and it's fine. And I can be happy with someone else. Mm, I really wish that Adventure of Tide was here, but he's really, really not. He's really, really not. Goldie sheepishly looks to Talia and extends her hand to them. Will you at least be my friend forever? Of course. Of course. And they grab your hand. And their hand is warm. And it smells of spices and home. But unfortunately, I can't be by everyone's side forever. My assignment here is over. Folks back in Yushan... They're going to be asking after me, and I need to check in. You guys have a lot of hunting left to do before you have to reckon with Languishing Diatribe. I can guarantee you it won't be long until Cass or Adventure or Fowley shows up again. And hopefully when they do, they'll prove to be less of a liability than I was. Talia and Goldemite of the Dawn gives Talia's hand a quite squeeze. You weren't a liability at all. You were a treasure. And it has been a pleasure 
having you along. And Goldie lets her hand fall back into her own lap and tries not to think about the fact that she just got rejected twice in like two days. Talia, you've never been a liability. I think that every time that you've come around, you always make the situation better. And well, to be honest, you've been a great aid to my mental health. I don't know what I would do without you in these times that you kind of just have appeared. They sniffle. That that means a lot more to me than probably you could know that it does. I'm really glad I decided to stick around and to give you another chance. I think with folks like you three, things don't have to end the way they did before for the Solars. There's a chance that maybe creation can be made whole again. Thank you for letting me see that. But when the morning comes, I'll not be here. If you have any questions, I'll do what I can to answer them. I've tried to give you everything I thought was useful until now, but, you know, if anything comes up. In the meantime, I suppose that I should probably talk about my future in regards to this group as well. Yeah, um, and we would love to have you if you would join us. Yeah, you hear that, Yorglip? You tried to steal my thunder by stealing my friend's bet by telling them, Oh no, you're my friends. Yeah, but I get to go with them. I get to leave. You could you could just lay it off a bit. I wasn't I didn't ask. Okay. And I didn't bring it up. Cause maybe Hey, hey, everyone is friends here. We're all very good friends. Qui-Gon keeps hearing the word friends mm. and it's just like bouncing from person to person. Yeah, I do think though that seriously, if you'll have me We'll have you, yeah. Oh. I'll have you. <laughs> Gross. I don't want to hear whatever happens between you two, okay? Well, I'm... you're welcome to find out. No, I don't want to know. I'm not two people's type, and I don't know how to cope with that. And apparently he's your type, and you're his type. And I just, I can't tell if I'm well, jealous or if I'm mad or if I want to murder you both. Let me let you in on a little secret here, Goldie. That thing that I did with the armies, where I projected my voice out, big man here can do the opposite. Quiet as a mouse. Believing is loud as hell. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying you don't want to hear it. You don't have to worry about it. Good. Uh, anyhow, to get back to a more serious note, I... Intimacy is a very serious matter. Oh, believe me, your discomfort with it is kind of funny. Just because I haven't done it doesn't mean that I don't know it's not serious. It's just fucking kid. It's not just. It's just go back what to I'm what you were saying. About, what I'm talking about is just fucking. Goldie kind of like pulls Loving up and buries her face in the Loving's mane so she doesn't have to look anybody in the face. I think that I've somewhat learned what this area has to offer. I've spent my time amongst the graves of the Tepets, and I've spent my time in the battlefield of my own mind. And I realize that I'm I'm stronger with a lot of you around. Just make sure that you leave a guy a little bit of wiggle room. I'm not perfect. As long as we're all growing along the way, I think that's okay. Oh, I can guarantee you that I'll be doing some growing. Well, mm. if I give you some wiggle room. I don't understand what's happening, but I feel kind of left out. That's okay. You can join in. Rizzo takes some string that she always has in her bag, and she takes one of Qui-Gon's loose hairs, and she starts to make a bracelet, two that look identical while everyone's talking, and she gives one to your glip, and she ties one around her own wrist, and... She starts to tie it around his wrist without asking, but she just does it anyways. And tears begin flowing down Yorglib's face as you do this. And he sticks out his arm and says, I need you to make me a goss prom. That's a gossip promise. Okay. You'll tell no one what happened inside here. What you saw from me today. 
You'll tell no one, and in exchange, I will treasure this forever, and I will keep it near my heart. Rizal has, like, the biggest smile, but she just nods and then says, You got it. That's a Gosprom. A hot Gosprom. A hot Gosprom between two of the best friends that have ever been known in history. It's going down forever in, in the logs, the, the annals of history, the two of us, in all of our important friendships, just the two of us there, there at the top. She puts her wrist next to his to show that they look exactly the same. The colors are the colors that are part of her outfit because they're like the same yarn that she's had on her. So literally it looks like a little Rizzo on his wrist. And as we see the two wrists side by side, Yorglip extends his fingers and does some spirit fingers. (laughs) Rizzo does the same. God damn, I'm going to miss you. That's our secret hot gossip handshake. I'll let you guys finish up in here, but if you ever back in Tiger Folk territory, don't be a stranger. I'll just be a friend. The best of friends. And he dramatically flourishes out the flap of the tent. <laughs> Golden Might of the Dawn mouths to Ashen Mask and gestures from herself to him. We could be bestest friends, too. <laughs> Ashen Mask looks around the tent as Yorglip leaves. This entire tent is adorable. Everyone here is great. It's really nice, actually. Though I am going to say it does make me a little bit homesick, but I'll be home soon. I, <laughs> I'm i really happy. I've never seen him that enthusiastic about anyone before. It's what friendship does, guys. It's a beautiful thing. That's what you do, Rizzo. Yeah, that's just friendship. No, no, I think it's being friends with you. But if you just want to say it's just any friendship. I think it's just the sign of a good friendship. And she stretches her fingertips out to do that little side hug with Ashen Mask and Goldie. And she just endlessly reaches for them to come in closer until they actually do. Goldie does. And she even reaches over to pull Ashen Mask lightly into the hug. And Ashen Mask makes a token resistance before sighing and letting himself be dragged into it. Rizzo basks in everybody's smells because she can tell what kind of people they are by how everyone smells. Goldie smells of blood and sunshine. Like you do. <laughs> like it happens. And as this hug is happening, Harmonious Accord says, Looking at the three of you like this, I, I'd say if I didn't know any better, and believe me, I really don't know any better. I'd say you look like a family. And that causes Goldie to kind of pull Rizzo and Ashen Mask into tighter hugs. And let's just remember, Goldie's strong AF. So this is, if they were not exalted, they would probably be in pain. And silently, as this is happening, we see filling this frame, Harmonious Accord putting his hand up to the side of his mouth as he looks to Tawia and mouths, and now one of them is going to try to kill the other one. (laughs) Because that's what families do. I heard that. And also, yeah, usually in mine. Right? Okay, well, not in mine. Yeah, we, we are a new family where there is no murdering between us. There is occasionally going to be brawls and Goldie shoots Ashamaska look due to disagreements, but we will be a family. I can guarantee you that the brawls coming from your disagreements are nothing like the stuff that came before. I'm just going to let him fight it out. That's probably more healthy. At least more healthy than whatever the hell it was that was going on between Ariston and Godwin. Yeah, so I'm not doing that shit again. Okay. And Goldie kind of like breaks the hug and cracks her knuckles. But we need to make sure that the Taiga folk and the Ice Walkers aren't going to keep killing each other when we go, if we can. I mean, and she shoots Ash and Mask a look. Did 
watched you as the bull be like, and don't go being mean anymore. Yes, I told them to don't go chasing waterfalls anymore. As I left them, you can see I don't have the diaclave with me anymore. I left it with them and told them that I was done with the path of battles I was on. So uh, if they want to take that to mean that I ordered them into peace, then sure. But I think the bull ordering them to peace would be a little less believable. I guess that's fair. That's true. And Adlock and Tamorbatar, they've got plans for stabilizing the region. And if the Ice Walkers will work with them, they'll have them. There's a lot of bloodshed and a lot of conflict in everybody's past. And I know that the first thing that they want to do as a gesture of goodwill is even though it might not mean anything anymore, they're going to raise the buildings that were constructed on on the sleeping ground of the totems. And that's R-A-Z-E, not R-A-I-S-E. They're going to tear them down as a symbol. So, seems like a place to start. It does. And Goldie is going to reach out to take hold of Kidu's hand for a minute. To convey warmth and good intentions and hope that he makes it home safe because he was one of her first friends and she is going to miss him and is sorry that though she has gotten to see him get back to human hands, she has not gotten to see him get any more totems. I'm gonna miss you too, Goldie. I didn't say I was gonna miss you, gosh! And she like looks away. But, you know, if I was, then maybe I could go visit you and Jiawei with Rizzo when everything is all done. And maybe if I keep up with my training by the time you'll get there, who knows? I could transform into a lion or a bear or, well, at least a mouse. A mouse! <laughs> maybe you could. Take care of yourself, okay? You too, all of you. And I think that I should probably let myself out. My troops are still worried and I need to talk to them. It's scary being responsible for people. It's like weird. It's like you're a parent. Almost. But times ten. Yeah. Anyway, I'll see you back in Jaiwei. All right. Rizzo runs after him as he leaves to go out of the tent, and she gives him a really big hug, and she says, tell the family I said hi and that I'm doing fine. I'll be home soon. As you say this, we see the silhouettes of the two siblings cast in shadow. It's night, and there is the warmth from the fire inside the tent casting a few rays of pale red light toward them as a few slowly drifting flakes of snow begin to drift downward. Yeah, I, I look forward to seeing everyone, and I, I look forward to when you're back there too, because, well, it's all of us together. That's the family that, that I want to see again. Not that I'm going to complain about getting to see just you or everyone but you when I get back, but the house will just feel a little bit empty. I think it'll feel fine when you get there. It'll feel a lot more like home than you remember. Besides, no way not for me, huh? And then she <laughs> uh, punches him on the shoulder and starts to walk back in the tent. Wait, wait, before you go, mm? is there anything I should know that's changed in Zhao Wei? It's been a long time since I was back there. And I think that at no. that we cut back to the inside of the tent as Rizzo is ducking in. Gosh, you were gone for a while. Did you have to go number one? Because you got to use the buddy system, whether it's one or two. Uh, you know, long day. Sometimes you got to have stress poops. Oh, oh, those are the worst. And Goldie kind of rubs her stomach lightly. Do you need me to jump up and down on your stomach to help with that? <laughs> Too much cheese? I'm not a giant mouse. I'm a person. I've eaten too much cheese and it will come out. Are you making fun of me? No, I was 
talking about this song that I knew. Just talking about this story I know. So this rat dies. It's all about politics, okay? Goldie sweeps <laughs> believing into her hands, and he goes down from bear cub size to palm size, and she scratches behind his ear and rubs his stomach until he seems soothed and calm and knows that he is nothing but loved. Good, good, good. So, this is the group. Well, I mean, I'll be gone soon, but there's another idol collected. Speaking of idols, how did you even find this one? How do we find the next one? Also, is having Ashen Mask unzips his jacket and opens it, and on the right side is the idol of air, and on the left side is <laughs> the idol of war. Having two idols right next to me, is this going to... Am I getting, like, magically irradiated? What's happening to me? No, don't, you, you're not going to have to worry about that until you get... All of them together, really. That's when things start getting weird. Great. Oh, good. You can carry them all. <laughs> Rizzo can let you know how she got up here. I'd been on assignment up here for a while and started to figure things out. It was just a matter of time. Things were coming to a head, and I was trying to shepherd the bull. And, well, we see how well that went. But other people on other assignments have been digging around. Not much luck. If someone finds a trace of an idol, it seems to be just after it's disappeared. I actually found this one with magic. Oh, can you summon an idol-finding tornado? No, it was more of like I got a trail just for a little bit, and then I kind of winged it the rest of the way. It took a while no to do. I idea how magic works, so that sounds totally accurate. It took a long time, I would say, to just prep for it. But, I mean, it was worth it. We found our way. If anything, I'd say let's try it again. I think it might work better now that we have two idols with us instead of one or uh, two extra ones so i guess three technically now sure whatever you gotta do it is gonna take a long time though is that okay with everyone yeah i mean we follow you and in the meantime and gold and might of the dawn slings an arm around ashen mask we can become best friends and she gives like a slightly pained smile because she's not fully committed to this idea but she does kind of want to be your friend certainly taking time to prepare is better than just sort of throwing ourselves in any direction. Creation's a big place. It is. I'd rather us spend the time to get it right than go to the wrong place and have to figure it out from there. Well, is there a good place for you to spend the time to do this? Well, honestly, I think back home. Should I go chase after Kido and be like, wait, we're coming home with you? Nah, let it be a surprise. Okay. <laughs> with the Stormwind Rider, we might even beat him back. Yeah, we might beat him there. <laughs> that would be really funny. Oh, man. Going back to Jiao Wei, that'll be interesting. Is Ragaras Amir still there? Yeah. That freaking chode. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to prank Kidu when he comes back. I've just decided it. Oh, let me let me help you. Please let me help you. Oh, done. Dunsies. Goldie shifts hesitantly around the room. There are Ragaras in Jiao Wei. Yeah, it's a colorful place. You got to go sometime. Oh, we are going. So, yes. I'll say <laughs> no, this. You literally have to go sometime. And it's now. <laughs> The Ragaros who are left over there are, um, they're like me. Oh, okay. Oh, that's terrible. They're like me, except they want to do things like start schools and rebuild broken buildings. Gotcha. And Goldie, like, visibly relaxes as if, like, a huge weight has been removed from her. Okay, um, Jiaowei it is, then. That way to Jiaowei! Well, you guys are going to be heading back. Lots of pine forests up here. Buckle in. Grab a couple pine cones. Quinn's is waiting for you. Coming soon to Swallows of the South. 
In the world of Icar and Breath, magic and technology are inexorably linked, manifesting in wondrous cities known as Nexies, where magical resonance with unique magical materials gives rise to wonders unlike those anywhere else. When a crew of young upstarts is hired to track down a missing shipment of metal in the metallic city of Ao, they find themselves caught deeper than any of them bargained for. The off-season Genesis game, The Tale of Icar and Breath, begins next week. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you'd like to get in touch with the show or Quinn, feel free to send us an email to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Swallows of South and on Facebook and Tumblr at Swallows of the South. If you like the show, leave us a five-star rating or review on iTunes. It's a great help and always helps get the word out there to more new people. Our theme song is new by Elvis Herod, and I hope you have a wonderful week. See you next Tuesday. Thank you.